0: For joining us, if it's your first time, this is the MindWealth podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. Because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, we're going to be talking about the five most common mental health disorder families and their more uncommon counterparts. To start us off, we'll be talking about the eating disorder family. Today's specific topic that you may not have heard of is going to be night eating syndrome, or NES. What is Nes, you ask, well, obviously it's a subcategory of eating disorders, but more specifically, it is the overeating after your dinner meal or awakening at night. And this overeating causes personal discomfort, stress, or malfunctions in your daily life. You have awareness of the fact that you are intaking over a third to a half of your daily caloric intake after dinner or sometime in the early morning when you wake in the middle of sleep cycle and you consume large quantities of food. How does night eating affect you as a person? Well, I have a story to share with you about how this syndrome could manifest itself and did for a very real person. Note that the names and the particular details about the story have been changed in order to respect the person's privacy. Her name is Alice. She was young and found herself living with her family in a country where she didn't speak the language, Japan. This made her feel uncomfortable and unsure of herself. It also gave Alice a lot of anxiety because the children at school made fun of her for not being able to keep up with them. She felt really depressed. She journaled a lot in her free time because she didn't have a lot of friends. She frequently asked herself, Why don't I have an eating disorder? It seems like something I could control. Alice thought that if she could pass out from not eating, people would notice that something was wrong. It was at this time that she started to restrict her food intake. Just a little bit at first. But then a lot. As she was a growing girl and needed fuel, cutting things out that her body needed was detrimental to her maturation. She just got skinnier and skinnier, and instead of addressing the issue, her family moved her to another country. In France, yet again, where she didn't know the customs or the language, and her anorexia continued. By her senior year, she had finally returned home to Colorado, and while she had been in France, she had started allowing herself to have a large breakfast. Why? because she thought breakfast is really the meal that if I eat a lot, I have time to burn it off during the day. But when she got home, that started shifting to earlier and earlier. She'd be waking up at 3am, 2am. This is when the night eating kicked into full swing. She felt like she was being made fun of by everyone that wasn't a close friend to her. They had asked her if she had gotten into drugs, commented on how thin she was. She wanted to take charge of her health by allowing herself to start eating again, and it seemed like a logical solution. However healthy she looked on the outside, her eating habits were anything but. She started consuming bowls of ground beef, peanut butter, cereal, anything in high-fat content that she could get her hands on as she was trying to recover from the anorexia, but in turn she was deepening her night-eating syndrome, because she still hadn't dealt with the underlying issues. This routine of eating at off hours and having interrupted sleep started to bring Alice nightmares. So she once again turned to eating to help comfort her from the terrifying dreams, again pushing aside the underlying issues. While on the outside she was starting to look healthier as she put the weight back on, had joined a gym, and maintained cardiovascular health, weight is just a number. And that number doesn't speak to the wellness of the individual. Alice continued to struggle as she hadn't healed herself and wound up in an abusive relationship. During this time, her night eating transitioned into being extremely health-restrictive, and restrictive with her eating. This is a form of anorexia called orthorexia nervosa, where you basically live to only eat the healthiest foods you can find, to the point where it inhibits your ability to eat because you're not sure the food is healthy enough. Thankfully, she realized after a time that this was not how she wanted to live and she took a year abroad to herself. She escaped from her toxic relationship and moved to England, where she really tried to heal herself for the first time. She went the exact opposite. She didn't care about what she ate, and she didn't check the numbers on the scale. She just allowed herself to live. After she swung hard in the opposite direction to free herself, she found a man who she thought might be her husband. She decided she wanted to become her best self because she had something she valued. She delved into her research on how to fuel her body correctly, learn the best way to eat, and how much food a person should be consuming on a daily basis. She wanted to feel like she was the best version of herself, and she was tired of the brain fog, but she still struggled with the night eating. In order for Alice to get herself back in line, she cut out a lot of things to get herself hormonally regulated once again. She decided that coffee, artificial sweeteners, and sugars needed to go for a while while she got her eating back in order. She decided that after her research, she should be eating whole foods with fiber to help you regulate your blood sugars and help you feel full for longer periods. And in turn, these regulations of blood sugars might help her sleep. This is the point in time when Alice finally started to fall into the deep sleep that her body had been craving for so long. After she really took the time to reset her hormones and get herself into a healthy relationship and repair the way and how she struggled with food, she started repairing her sleep cycles and stopped waking to eat in the middle of the night. And even though Alice still wakes up occasionally in the middle of the night to eat, she's in a much better place than she's ever been before. This story is just a showcase of the struggles that many of us go through with our own mental health problems. As you just listened, did you notice that her journey wasn't linear? There were ups and downs. We all have room to improve, and we all have steps that we've taken backwards. The most important thing to take away from Alice's story is that mental health is an everyday event. You will always be working towards being the best and healthiest version of yourself. So be a little kinder to yourself today. And happy first Wednesday of May. And as always... Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.